So setting up a treatment plan is something that, that therapists typically have had a challenge with. Yes. And uh, there's many reasons for this. I, I want to um, I want to try and just, if this is just one of those things you just have to start down the path and then you figure out where your issues are surrounding it. Um, the first thing is to understand that magic, magic happens, miracles happen with this work. Here's the treatments, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten plus, okay? If we only get one treatment with somebody, that's, that's not where the miracles happen. The miracles happen in this section. Miracles happen here. They don't happen here. It's just, that's just a fact of life. Good. But, but the miracles come with multiple treatments. Okay, I talked to you guys a week or so ago about the survey that we did. On the survey, 300 of our best customers, the last question said, have you had a condition that has dramatically improved with treatment here? 76% of the customers said yes. Of the ones that said no, I read it. This was not just a check box. This was a, you had to fill in the blank. Okay, it wasn't just a check the box, yes or no. It, was, it, was, it said, have you had a condition that's improved dramatically with the treatment? And then there was a box for them to type in, okay? Someone just said yes or, or no or whatever. Of the ones that said no, many of them, many, many, surprisingly, the, a surprising number as I'm reading through these, I read every one, said no, I haven't had a, but I, it's because I don't come in often enough. Ah, they know. I was surprised by that. Custom, what, what did you say, Michael? They know. They know. That's my, yeah, that's my yeah. point. Customers have an intuitive sense that to get a result from a long-standing problem, it's not going to happen in one treatment. See, some therapists put them on themselves. I'm not. But the customers generally, there are customers that, but in general, they understand this. Okay. Are you guys hot or cold or? It's going to bump it down one degree. Like I'm hot, but I'm always hot. Okay. Ask anybody. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 I could get off track. I, I, uh, I, have, a, I have a story Sorry. related to that, but I, I, I got to stick on track. All right. So, okay. So that's one thing. That's one reason we don't set up a treatment program is because we don't. We're not convinced that this is where it all happens. We we think it's okay to work in this area. It's okay to work in this area, you're just not gonna get the miracles, okay? The amazing results, okay? So do we convince, you know, like, I guess you just lay it out in front of them and that's what this is, uh, that's the what soft today, offer, that's anyways, what today right? is all about, okay? But first, we gotta get through this, why don't people do it, why don't you do it? Because okay. the degree that you can understand your, the, what's going on with you, the degree that you can correct the problem and, and work for it. So that's, that's first. Fear of rejection is a possibility. We're, we're, we're fearful that if we present something and people will, will think badly of us because we're trying to sell them something and those kind of things. So that's one of them. Um, fear of rejection is, is programmed into our genetic code. If we're rejected by the tribe, 
we, we run the risk of dying. Oh, our rejection, mm -hmm. like, that we're rejected. Yeah. So we're worried about being rejected by the customer when we when we suggest, make a when, they, when yeah. we suggest something. We're worried that maybe they'll think badly of us, or maybe they won't come back oh, again. They're just trying, trying to, to extract us. money out, mm -hmm. out of me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, one another reason is a lack of confidence. Maybe a therapist doesn't have confidence enough in the work to make their recommendation. They just don't know if they can help anybody. They may have a lack of knowledge. They may not really know what to do with their treatment, so they may be hesitant to recommend a treatment program if they don't really know what to do. Come in, I'll just keep giving you massages. So a couple of things to understand here is that clients often just need permission. They just need permission to come in, that, that's often all that they need. Yeah, because a lot of them go, is two days too soon for me to come back? Yeah, yeah. Is one week too soon yeah. for me to come back? I'm like, you can come back tomorrow well, if you'd like. And then there's, there is this component of massage that feels really good, and it, you feel a little bit pampered when people are working on you in that, and they like it, and it almost, there's a guilt factor mm -hmm. going on. So, so if you tell them it's expensive, if you tell them you need this to correct this problem, remember now, on all that we're doing here, setting up this treatment program, I'm assuming that you asked the three questions and, and that you got a positive. That's the key here. Is to, that's another place that we could go with this. How long have you had this problem? How long? You've got a spectrum, right? Not long. Long. Okay. Years. What does it keep you from doing? What does it keep you from doing? There's a spectrum here. Not much. Much. Okay. So that's like their window, you know. Yeah. This is this is a spec that. Okay. Do you guys remember why I said you're asking these questions? To make I sure it's. Okay. I think they have a problem. Thank you, Michael. Certainly you're asking the question to decide if you're going to go into therapy mode. But what you want to know is, does the customer think they have a problem? If, if it's over here, if it's on this end of that, of that question, they don't think they have much of a problem. If it's, if it's been a long time, they think they have a problem. Okay? If it's over here, what does it keep you from doing? Not much. It's on this end. Not much of a problem over here. Over here, I've got a problem. And then you've got the kicker question. What is it? Is this, is this why you're here today? Okay. There's many different ways to ask it. Um, how do you ask it, Mark? You're going to ask it. What do you say? Okay. So if they say, I want the focus, I'm sorry, I want full body with a focus, then, as, it, then you go into the invitation mode. And if you guys listen back to all the stuff I say, I'm always saying, invite them. Invite them to come. Next time, if you still want like a full body massage, we could, we could either add a half hour to it and do the therapeutic part, or I can spend part of the time in, next time working on this and, and really getting a handle on this. And that, that, remember now, that recommendation is made based on what they said here. Let's, let's think about that. How long have you had the problem? Not very long. Does it, what does it keep you from doing? Does it Maybe you always ask the three different areas. You don't just say, what does it keep you from doing? Does it bother you in your work? Not, not really. Does it bother you when you're doing your activities? Not really. Does it, um, does it bother you when you're sleeping? Not really. 
give them their focus and send them on their way. There's, there's no reason for them to in, engage in, in a therapeutic level session. So you're only recommending that they come and get it handled if they told you, I've got a problem here, okay? I'm not ready to do it today. And remember, when they say I'm not ready to do it today, let's, let's, let's get clear about that. What are they saying when they say I'm not ready to do it today? What are they saying? There's a couple possibilities. They don't want want to work on it. Yes, I I may just want a massage today. That's one thing. What else? They're not sure if you can even help them. They're not sure that you can help them. I think those are the two biggies. So all you can do with these folks that aren't sure, you can't can't correct, I'll put that in quotes, uh, the fact that they want a massage today. You can't, and and you, you can't deal with them not thinking you can help them. All you can do is invite. So, Michael, I'm going to put you on the spot. I just told you, and now just today, I just you know, put a little extra effort on this, and, and I just kind of want my, my massage today. Go ahead. Remember, my recommendation to you is that you go into the educational inviting mode yeah. at, at this point, uh, or some at some point along the way. So hit, would, hit me with your, your... I would do, I would, you know, that's fine, obviously, this is how you want to spend your time. We would get to the massage, and then and that point of, their focus point, I'll let them know what I'm feeling, what I think uh, a treatment plan could be, and let them, know, you know, kind of just really educate them on what I'm feeling, what I'm doing, and how okay. it could improve in the okay, future. Good. So anybody speak. else want to venture? Anything that's, that's good. Anything? Anybody else would add anything to that? Yeah, it's just the fact that you know, if it's still lingering, you know, come back in a week and yeah. you know, okay. pay more attention to it. Uh, you know, do more. Like good. Focus good. Session on just that. That's but, good. Then I also let them know, like, it's not going to be your normal. Good. Session. Good. Yeah. There's yeah, something I else that I want. I apologize in advance now. Okay, but there's something else that I'm recommending that you do. That's big. Give them a percentage of success with this program. Yeah. Tell them we, you know, with this kind of a problem, in two or three sessions, we've got like an 80% success, uh, a chance of, of of getting this resolved. Let it. Let them have a sense of what it, that. That's such a big thing. If you tell, if you say, "Hey, you've got this problem here. Come in, and we'll handle it." That's one level of invitation. But if you say to them, "This is what I'm usually able. What we're usually able to do with this kind of a problem," that gives them a little more hope. So play with that. Okay. All right. So. This. So this. This issue of making of, of setting up the treatment plan really comes down to what happened in these questions here, right? Okay. Sometimes there's just various reasons why we don't recommend the treatment program. Let's let's go let's go let's take an, let's take another approach here. Do you remember when I mentioned last week, some of you weren't here, who was not here when I talked about story? Story. You've all heard me talk about story? I think you weren't I here? Left for that last okay, okay. I really like that the whole guide thing. You liked it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, some people some people commented that they didn't think it fit very well. They didn't see that. It didn't like. um, I that's something that I will need to do a segment on story, and I will I'll make I'll make a separate segment for this material on story because um, it's very valuable. Um, the ba- the basic idea is that we wake every every person wakes up every day the the the, the hero of their story. It's like we're watching a movie and we're the hero. And, and the basic plot line for stories says that a hero wants something. You guys all want something. Success in your life. You want to get better at something. You want, there's something you want. 
And then there's, a, there's, there's often something that keeps you from getting that. Maybe it's more knowledge, maybe it's more experience, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. So a hero that wants something has a problem. They meet a guide, think Obi-Wan Kenobi, think Mr. Miyagi and, 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 and Karate Kid, okay. Heimich and Hunger Games. There you go. Character has a problem, meets a guide. The guide gives them a plan. So we talked, we spent, we spent close to an hour last time talking about this. The, okay, so so this has been a monument. This has been a monumental bit of information for me personally, in terms of how I message and market our business. Okay, it's 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 been a huge paradigm shift. The big shift was in when we when you message when you talk about your business, you talk about it as uh, based from the perspective of the business is not the hero of the story. The business is the guide. We're the guide. The customer is the hero of the story. And it's the same thing for you. As you go through your day, you are the guide for your customer who is the hero of the story. Part of your essence, part of your, your guideship, part of your guidance to get your guide certificate, okay, is it requires a, a Guide requires courage, confidence, okay, okay, courage, guide. empathy, and authority. Guide needs empathy, authority, and then confidence, confidence, con confidence, and courage. I'll do a whole segment on this, a whole hour-long segment on this, recorded so you can go visit it, uh, revisit it, because it's, it's if you get it, it's super powerful because it, it changes the way that you communicate with people and how you see your role in their life. Okay. Again, as part of, if we were to go on with this, we would say that the, the, the character has a problem, meets a guide that gives them a plan. Hamish gave Katniss a plan. Obi-Wan Kenobi gave Luke Skywalker a plan, what to do, this is what you do, okay? That's, that's the essence of your guidance. I'm making up that word guidance, but of you being the guy, that's the essence of what you're doing, is giving people a plan. Remember, but you're only doing it if they told you, I want to fix the problem. This is how I've taught it for years and years and years. This made the most sense to me. This is how I always approach this issue. Guys, if you just get clear about what they want, they're giving you permission to give them a treatment program. They told you, I want this fixed. That's why I came in today. I want this fixed. All you're doing is telling them how to do it, what it's going to take. You're telling them the truth, okay? And you're not shirking from your, from your duty. See, that's how I've always approached it. I remember, you guys ever remember me in days past talking about this? I, said, I would say, if you sent your loved one to somebody in a distant city and said, I think they can help your headache, and they didn't give them a plan to how to think. They just gave one treatment, gave a glass of water, sent them on their way. Wouldn't you be unhappy with that practitioner that they didn't do right by your loved one that you sent to them? To give them one treatment, not to give them a plan to come in and fix this thing is, is almost, and, I've, and the way I've always done it in the past is I've said, look, if you went to a brain surgeon, 
and you've been having headaches, the brain surgeon said, I'm glad we did the MRI, do you have a tumor. Um, here's your water, have a nice day. <laughs> and he walks yeah. out of the room, and you're going, am I gonna get a treatment, am I, do I get treatment, what are we gonna do about this? And, and, and you go back and you talk to the doctor, and your, your mom's with you or something, and goes and talks, oh, the doctor says, I didn't think they, were, they could afford treatment. I didn't, think, I didn't think they'd want to come in. I didn't think, I know you guys drove all the way from Waco. I didn't think you'd want to drive that far again. <laughs> making assumptions. You're making assumptions for them. Shouldn't the doctor just tell the truth and let the patient decide? Mm -hmm. That's all I'm asking you to do. That's how I've always taught this past, but, but quite frankly, it's not worked very well. I, it's, not, it's not done very well, but so I've, I've, I've gone down different paths here trying to, so here is, here is, Sticking with this idea of our duty, here's a guy named Seth Godin. And this is what he wrote. This is entitled, a little blog post that he wrote, entitled Marketing to the Most Important Person. I've read this to you before, but I'll, I'll do it again for the, the tape. Who is the most important person we market to? It's us. We are our most important convert. And until we are converted, nothing really magical happens. In fact, until we are sold ourselves, nothing magical can happen. We bring value to those we serve. That's why people come to us, because we provide more value than we charge. That's what it means to add value. If we're not adding value, if our services are not worth more than we charge, then we should find another profession. If you hesitate to market your offering properly, it's not that you're being shy. What you are really doing is stealing, because there is someone who needs you and you won't even ask for the order. There is someone who can benefit from your service if you would only get out of the way and explain to your customer how they can get it. You are depriving them from something they need because you are unwilling to extend yourself. We might say they don't have to, you're not exercising courage. When we have something valuable to our customer that our customer can benefit from, we should be willing to market ourselves. We act based on the story that we tell ourselves. We may tell ourselves that we're unknown and we deserve to be unknown. We may tell ourselves that we're fake, a fraud, a manipulator. These stories are as true as we allow them to be. If you tell yourself the story enough times, you'll make it true. It's the marketing we do for ourselves, to ourselves, by ourselves, that can change everything. It's what's going to enable you to create a true, huge value for your customers. And it's, va it's this value you create for your customers that will cause you to be, to be missed if you're gone. One of the things that I've tried to, to bring out in this area is that sometimes people don't set up a treatment plan because they're not sure that they can help the client. Think about every, I've, I've set up thousands of treatment plans. Not one time in all of the thousands of treatment plans that I've set up did I ever know if I could help the client. Not once. Every single treatment plan that I set up, every time that I undertook to treat a client, I was doing an experiment. It was an experiment. Let's see, let's see if it'll help. I always give a percentage of the possibility of success. I'm pre one of the one of the things that has come out recently on the treatment plan that I realized that I do, I think in the past I gave the impression that you worked on the client, okay, come out when you come out when you're done, 
And then out in the hallway, you gave them the treatment plan out in the hallway mm -hmm. at the end of the treatment. What I realized is that that's not the way I do it at all. I realized that when, I, when I'm working on them, I'm, I'm calling it pre-framing, that I'm, I'm telling them throughout the session, yeah, we, we have about an 80% success rate with these kinds of things. And uh, it usually takes three or four sessions. It's different for everybody. But you know, I've, I've, I've told them, and I usually will say something like that a couple of times throughout the session. So that by the end of the session, I don't, I don't say anything about a treatment plan. I've already told them what it takes. I simply give them, you know, I actually, what I, the way it goes with me is that my last thing that I say to a client, if I've been working on Stephanie, I've told her, now Stephanie, this, remember, this is the first time that I've worked on Okay, so yeah, what I'm doing here, Stephanie, is that um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of walking a fine line here. I want to do enough, enough with enough intensity with you, and do a, a most a vigorous enough treatment to where you get a result from my treatment today. But I don't want to work so hard on you that you don't, you never want to see my face again. So I kind of walk this fine line. And actually, everybody's a little different. So I'm doing kind of a medium level treatment with you today. And and over the tomorrow, you'll probably be a little sore from this. And if you're sore for more than a day or two, please let me know the next time we, you know, I see you and I'll adjust my treatments accordingly because I'm kind of looking for you to be sore a little bit the next day. You can even go into the second day, but I don't want you to be sore the third day. That means I was actually a little too, a little too much with it. So I would mention something like that throughout the treatment. And the, la the last thing I will often say to you, okay, well, so I'll see you in a few, a few days. Um, don't hate me if you're sore tomorrow. You're, gonna, you're probably gonna be sore. Don't, don't worry about it, so it's gonna be okay. So I'm, I'm usually, that's how I'm usually ending the treatment, something about what they're going to experience the next day. I'm not, they, we've covered it throughout the session, okay? That's how I do it. I don't wait till the end. Yeah. I, t I talk to them along the way. So it's good that you record the number of sessions. When you make your recommendation, treatment recommendation, it's good that you make a note in your chart about that because you want to refer back to that when they come in the second time. You want to say, okay, we talked about doing four treatments on this is the second treatment so we'll see you again in a few days and okay and um, then like maybe referring to other people if you're not available. if you're not available or whatever that that's yeah. that's absolutely appropriate okay when you come back you simply refer to their original here's the some side notes about that first treatment be careful about how you ask how they're doing after that first treatment so in other words this is our first treatment um, when they come back or just after that when they come back, well, we have both. Both. Oh. But let's talk about. Let's talk about. Um, I just finished up with you, and um, you got off the table or whatever. And maybe it's out in the hall or whatever. Um, if yeah. I, if I, be very. I don't have a good word for this. Okay. It's setting an instant standard. It's it's letting them know or expect that they should feel better right now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The way. Thank you, that was very good. The way you ask how they're doing after that first session sets up, sets up a bit of expectation for the client. If you're, how are you doing? Are you, are you, are you better? Are you better? She, yeah. she goes, well, should I be? You know? yeah. uh, be careful about it. You, it's okay to say, how are we feeling? How are we feeling today? How are we doing? Hey. So it's okay to say that. Right. Just be careful about the tone of your voice implying that they should be one of the other. If it's just an honest inquiry, so we just finished this, so how you feeling, how you feeling, how you doing? You, you want to get some view, that's fine, that's fine. Um, 
it's also okay not to say a darn word about it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just say, okay, well, let's, uh, let's get another treatment in sometime in the next three or four days, and we'll just keep at this. And remember the soreness. And, rem- and remember that you might be a little bit sore from this. Yeah, it's just not a question I've ever asked. What? Not one client. What, what? How they feel yeah. afterwards. Unless they are literally dizzy and like falling over. I think, that, I, I think that's the preferential way. Yeah, because you're setting up those expectations that they should. Commonly, people will ask, should I put ice or heat? Yeah. What's your ice? Um, After all my injuries, I always okay. love heat. But it's not good for you. It depends on the <laughs> Okay, here's, here's what I tell people on that. Okay. I have spent year. I spent years and years and years putting heat on people. We had hot packs in all of our hydroculator packs in all of our rooms. I spent 20 years putting heat on acute conditions, and never, ever, ever, ever had a, a, what I noticed to be or, or anybody implied that it was a, a bad situation. I know uh, the standard is ice for acute, heat for chronic. I'm more of a heat fan myself. Here's what I tell the client when they ask that. I say, you know what? Heating Every, pads. Everybody's a little different. I, do, I don't like heating pads, by the way. Oh. Electric heating pads. I tell them not to use a heating pad. That's a whole different, okay. whole different path. But um, that's electrical energy that's not all that great for the body. Oh. But, um, but uh, something that you microwave and then put on it. So what I tell people to get to it is, is that some people do better with heat, some to be be better with cold. Some people have preferential preference for heat. Some people have a preference for cold. Try both and see what, what works best for you. I've not, I've not seen in my practice any clear-cut science either way. I've seen both people that, that do well on both. So just play with it yourself. Whatever you whatever feels good, do that. Okay? That's what I tell people. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so be careful about how you ask about, about that. Now, just another little note here. This is a little side note. This is like a by the way. If you're working on someone over a number of treatments, a number of sessions, it's really good kind of to start fresh with that client. And on, on, on a, maybe you've worked four or five times on a particular problem. It's, it's, it's a good thing periodically to say, now, okay, now we, I know we've been working on that shoulder and back. What, are we gonna, what would you like today? Do you want to continue with the same or do you want to do something different? I get a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 don't assume that every time they want to do the same thing that's always been done. Give them the opportunity to, to shake it up. Okay. Yeah. Your clients will appreciate that. Did you like it? Because otherwise, they feel like they got to go to someone else to get a nice to get to get something different. Mm-hmm. You know. So, so uh, consider consider that. All right. So those are some of the highlights of setting up the treatment program. Who does the storyboard?